Welcome to The Point Podcast. At The Point, we point high school students to Jesus because we believe that Jesus is better than anything else that this world has to offer. We hope that this podcast is an encouragement to you in your walk with Christ, but that it does not replace the time you're already spending with the Lord. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our awesome high school youth pastor, my husband, Justin Kinley. So just to remind us where we've been in the book of Exodus so far, uh, the people are in slavery. That's kind of where the story starts off, that God's chosen people, uh, the people clinging to a promise of land, universal blessing, uh, and great offspring. Those people find themselves in slavery. And then Moses is born. Uh, God calls him. And in Exodus chapter 3, God reveals his name. He says, um, I am. I'm Yahweh. I'm all. Uh, I am who I am. Uh, the great I am. That's what we said in Exodus chapter 3. So a big moment there. Uh, Moses makes excuses. He doesn't want to go, but God relentlessly pursues him and says, no, Moses, I'm sending you. And God allows him to go uh, with his brother Aaron. And chapter four ends with Moses and Aaron going before the elders of Israel, uh, basically saying, hey, God sent me here, uh, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He's coming to deliver us, and I'm his representative. So that's where chapter four ends. He's been commissioned by God, and he's about to do in chapter five what God told him to do. Go before Pharaoh and ask Pharaoh to let God's people go. But I want to ask you this question. What do you do when God's not making sense? What what do you do when God's not making sense? Where you're doing something that so clearly lines up with his word. You're you're doing something that so clearly um, is laid out in God's word. Or maybe you even feel like there's been a specific calling on your life to do something. And you do it and you're seeing no no effect from it. You're, you're seeing no um, fruit from it or anything like that. What, what do you do when God's not making sense? Because can I tell you what Esther or Exodus chapter 5 is about? In Exodus 5, Moses goes before Pharaoh. He says that, that God sent me, right? I am. Yahweh has sent me. Let his people go. And Pharaoh responds in uh, honestly a way that we can't really blame Pharaoh. Pharaoh says, I'm not letting you go to this God. I don't even know who this God is, right? So Pharaoh says, no. So Moses is like, okay, God, I went and I did what you told me to do, but now Pharaoh is not letting the people go. And then on top of that, what's amazing in Exodus chapter 5 is Pharaoh gets mad and he actually has the people work harder. So originally the Egyptians would pro- would uh, provide the uh, the Hebrew people with straw to help them make bricks and stuff. Um, whereas now he says, no, I'm so mad at Moses for doing this. I'm going to make the people collect their own straw. So they have to collect their own straw and build bricks. So they have to do more work now. And, and the, the demand on the amount of bricks that they have to make is not diminished. So Pharaoh says, I'm going to make you do more work, but you got to have the same amount of production. And so literally what happens is it gets harder for the people of Israel. And the people of Israel, we can't really blame them here. They get kind of mad. I mean, they say in verse 21 of chapter 5, says they said to, they said to uh, Moses and Aaron, the Lord look on you and judge because you have made us stink in the sight of Pharaoh and his servants and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. They, they're basically saying, Moses, Come on, dude. Like You've made it harder on us. And so listen to what Moses says. I, I love the transparency of Moses here in verse 22 and 23. Listen to what he says. Oh, Lord, why have you done evil to this people? Why did you ever send me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people, and you have not delivered your people at all. Just, just kind of dwell on the frustration that Moses is having here. I mean, he's like, God, you told me to do this. I came and did it. And God, you are not delivering your people at all. In fact, it's actually getting harder for your people right now. 
He's like, God, this doesn't make sense. You told me to do this and I'm doing it, but it's not working out the way that you said you would work it out. Again, I ask the question, what do we do when God's not making any sense? Here's what I would encourage us to do in life when I'm trying to pursue God and it seems like his will is not working out in my life and it seems like the exact opposite of what his word says would happen is happening. Here's what I would encourage us to do. I'd encourage us to fix our eyes on the promises of God. And to fix your eyes on the promises of God. Moses knows what happened at the burning bush. He knows that God called him to this. He knows that right right now he's confused. Right now he's questioning because it's not coming easy. It's not coming as quickly as he would like it. But Moses can look back to a few days before where God called him to this, where he knows that God called him. And and what's amazing is what we're going to see in the book of Exodus is that Moses sticks with it here. And what I love is God is about to reaffirm what he's going to do in chapter 6. And you'll have to listen to this tomorrow. to figure out or read in chapter six for yourself, I hope what what God ends up doing. But um, but what's amazing is the Bible lets us into the mind of Moses here, where Moses is legitimately frustrated because God, you said you were going to do something, and yet right now you're not doing it. God, you said you were going to free the people from slavery, but currently, God, it's not getting better; it's getting worse. What do we do in those moments? What do we do when it doesn't make sense? We fix our eyes on the promises of God. Because, man, they might not come as quickly as we want them. They might not come as um, easily as we want them sometimes. But the Bible says that the word of the Lord is uh, is never fading, right? Flowers may fall and all these things, other things may fade, but the word of the Lord endures forever. So what God says will come to pass. God said he's going to deliver his people, and we're going to see that God's going to do that. And just because right now in Exodus chapter 5, it's gotten harder for the people of Israel, that does not mean that God is absent and it does does not mean that God uh, played this trick on Moses to get Moses to do something for no apparent reason. No, the plans and purposes of God are still being worked out. So what do you do when it doesn't seem like God's making any sense? You fix your eyes on the promises of God. Because what we're about to see in chapter 6 is that God has not forgotten the promises and God has not forgotten what he was going to do, what he told Moses that he was going to do. And we're going to see that as we continue to go on through these next few chapters. So fix your eyes on the promises of God. Thanks so much for listening. The Point is a ministry of First Baptist Church Indian Trail for high school students. We offer life groups every Sunday morning at 8, 9.30, and 11 o'clock. And we meet on Wednesday nights at 6.15. For more information, you can go to our church's website at fbcit.org.